Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update. A big day for the Cincinnati Reds. They call up top prospect Nick Senzel. He's batting second, playing third base in a very early release lineup from the Reds. Angels manager Brad Ausmus expects Shoya Tony to be activated before the team returns to Anaheim on May 17th. Osmus expects him back at some point during the team's upcoming nine-game road trip. Nationals outfielder Juan Soto is day-to-day after an MRI on his back has come back clean. Soto's been out with some back spasms over the past couple of days. In the NBA, coach Mike Budenholzer confirmed that Malcolm Brogdon will not play in Game 3 on Friday night. He's been dealing with plantar fasciitis in his right foot. And Nikola Mirotic will remain in the starting lineup for the Bucks in Game 3 on Friday. The Bucks take on the Celtics, and the other game is the Portland Trailblazers against the Denver Nuggets. Both series are knotted up at one game apiece. I'm Dan Strafford, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road, and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract, guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract they've helped thousands of people and they're a plus rated with a bbb so if you feel scammed get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now guaranteed call n-o-w 800-804-7060 800-804-7060 that's 800-804-7060
Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions. Ready, Rager Radio has begun. Fantasy Sports. Radio Network, iHeartRadio, now on YouTube. I'm Gabriel Berenci, throw it down, Studio 34. We're mixing it up on this Friday afternoon. Nobody can be happy all the time. The Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart, uh, he's probably, uh, probably, uh, I don't know if he's happy, but uh, at least uh, at least the Colorado Avalanche uh, won. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. The Raptors are, if, they, if, if they're in full choke mode again, Gabe, like, I don't even know what to say anymore like this is your best chance or whatever it's not even just about that if they if they if they it's not over but if they bow out to philadelphia people are already worried about Kawhi leonard staying he'll bolt you know what i mean like you'll just look and say what well, look look what the guys i'm working with here like do i really want to be a part of this thing but very very uninspiring disappointing horrible shooting again and you said it fred van fleet this could be like a proportion fred epic. van fleet sucks man. he's awful he's not even an nba player i wouldn't put him in the d league no, no, like, on, like honestly, yeah. Shooting? He's awful. He can, like, he's awful. He should go play for that new team in that new league there, whatever it is, the uh, the Hamilton Honey Badgers. <laughs> like, you know what? And I don't even know if you'll start there, bro. Fred Van Fleet played 35 minutes in the last two games. He scored one point. Um, yeah, like, yeah. How, How's that Jonas Valanciunas trade looking right about now? And how's Nick for, Nurse for Mark, doing? Nick Nurse. I don't know what the hell Nick, Nick Nurse is doing. I'd rather Nick have a nurse... I could I go. I'll, right, I'll go to Bellevue right now. Get, get grab a nurse, and I'll let her coach this damn team. People are ripping Philadelphia's coach. We've been out coached by this this guy. Like, Brett Brown's handing Nick Nurse's back. ass on a platter. It's horrible, man. Like, come on. Yeah, first it's Dwayne Casey. I got it. Bring back Dwayne Casey. I can tell you one thing. It was uh, as bad as Nurse. The way he plays guys on his rotations is this guy stupid. Like, you're supposed to be an NBA coach. You don't throw those guys out there. Hey, maybe once in a while you want to put your strength out there to start a quarter instead of these guys. What the hell is he doing? It's last night, like sabotage. Last night was an embarrassment. It actually was. It We're was like an embarrassment. Last- it was an humiliation. Let me tell you It was story. an embarrassment. You lived in Vegas. Me and Lisa used to go to the casinos. There's a bunch of brothers there. We're playing blackjack. We're cracking jokes. They told I told them I was from Toronto. And the one guy came up to me, he goes, all I do is bet against the Raptors, and all I do is make money. Yeah, betting against the Raptors. That's like their big joke, big fade material. These guys in the playoffs just bet against Toronto, and everybody's making money. Like, it's unbelievable, man. Like, this this city is just, uh, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, I have a big deal for Colorado, sure, I want some money, but I just want to see these hometown teams do something. I'm sick and tired of disappointment, man. Like, win. Do something. I said it. I said it before, and I'll say it again, too. It's worse. Like, it's one thing if, like, you're in a city and the teams just all suck. Exactly. There's no disappointment. You know, I'm a Buffalo Bill fan. I don't, like, come into any season thinking, ooh, you know, we're winning the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. But you look at, like, the Toronto Maple Leafs, high expectations, disappointment, and whatever. No, they're not going to win the Stanley Cup this year, but... I mean, they haven't won a bloody playoff series since 2004. Um, the Toronto, the Toronto, you know, the Raptors, dude. I'm, you know, I'm saving it. It's one of these deals. We'll see what happens on Sunday. 
Well, you did miss a great CFL draft, Gabe. I watched a little bit of the CFL draft. You know you're hardcore. You you and Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, Ned Flay. Hey, Homer, you want to come to my barbecue? Sorry, yeah, the CFL draft's on. The Saskatchewan Rough uh, Homer Simpson. to muster one rouge. One of the early episodes. It's when he, he got, like, uh, fish poisoning from the, uh, the the Japanese restaurant. That's right. And uh, he thought he was going to die. And then and, and when he found out he was living, he goes, I'm going to live life to its fullest. And then, like, an hour later, he's eating pork rinds watching the CFL draft. <laughs> hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. This song actually uh, makes me think of uh, D'Angelo Russell. So D'Angelo oh, Russell here. gets uh, nailed at LaGuardia Airport. Uh, with a little chronic, which is, yeah, whatever, who cares? Um, and it wasn't even a big uh, major uh, legal deal or anything like that. He got, like, fined and released type of deal. You know what I mean? But um, the thing is, he actually uh, tried to use, like, a can of Arizona iced tea, uh, Cam. But, I don't know, I'm sure you had one, and we all did at some point in time. Uh, but yeah, that's, I made, it made me think uh, of it when I, I heard the Led Zeppelin here, in which... You know, if you had, like, the Pepsi can or the Coke can, but it was really to stash, like, weed in or something. Yeah. Remember where they used to have at the novelty uh, thrift yeah. stores? They'd have, like, Heshi, those fake cans with the with the thing where you could put in, like, uh, your drugs or whatever. Or yeah. You put booze in it. Those people- are meant to fool your parents when you're 14 years old in the, <laughs> in the bedroom. It's not meant to fool customs uh, at the airport. <laughs> yeah, what? What? Mountain? Yeah, it's like Mountain Spew instead of Mountain Dew. It's like, oh, really? Oh, I like. Okay. I read the. I read the report. They were like officers <laughs> observed a uh, a. Uh, they said an obscure can. Basically, the can set it off. Like, it's so dumb too because they, they always ask you, "Do you have any liquids in your bag? Any exactly. any drinks?" And you're Do like, "No." So he's like, liquid. he's like, "No," and then they're like, "Well, they see the can, right?" So then they pull the can out. They're like, wow, this isn't a real can, is it? And it's just so stupid. It's funny. Uh, I'm assuming Steve Merrill had uh, had that, but Steve was hiding money. He had a bunch of, like, Pepsi, fake Pepsi cans with money. Rolls of money. We have Steve Merrill ready to go here? Well, Lucky Steve. Tough to come back from Vegas. You got to be careful with that nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under 10,000, Steve. Under 10,000. Don't want to get pinched. Exactly, which, which is a low <laughs> amount nowadays with inflation. That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 think about that. It's true. Like, it's like the time I went in the bank and I said, I need $3,000 right now. And they were like, well, that's a lot of money, sir. And I was like, they said, and they were like, let's see if we can get it. And I'm in a major bank in downtown Toronto, Ontario on like Bay Street. I'm like, go get it. You guys make three. I'm like, and then they come back and they're making it like they're doing me a favor, Steve. 
Like, wow. And they're like, next time you have to tell us if you want to pull a lot of money out at once. And I looked at the guy, said, evidently, your idea of a lot of money and my idea of a lot of money are two different things. Getting $3,000 is like getting $300 now. Oh, no, yeah, no, they shook me down in my bank. I owed a bookie four grand, same thing. Well, didn't they ask manager. you, is everything all right, sir? Yeah, yeah, the general manager came out. I just lied and said I was getting my girlfriend a ring because I didn't want to deal with these assholes anymore. I owed a guy money. It's like, why are you asking me questions? What I do with my money? I could have a home repair, you dick. Yeah, it's none of their business. You're right, Gabe. It's, it's weird. Anything over a couple grand, they're kind of like, why are you taking out that money? I don't know. To have cash around? Well, it, it happened to me, too. I had the bank, the bank uh, flagged me a couple of years ago because I sent $40,000 in, uh, in transfers and, and like a, you know, in, in a year spend. And they're like, well, they're like anybody that sends this many transfers, you know, we obviously have to see what's going on. And I'm like, my rent is $2,000 a month. 12 months, that's $24,000. <laughs> It's a lot of money. Like they're making it seem like I'm Pablo Escobar or something, right. Steve. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm funneling 40 kids. Like, I'm paying my rent online like you guys are encouraged to do. And then I get shaken down. Why are you spending so much money online? Because, you know, and hell, that was even cheap. Yeah, hell, I wish I was paying 1950 right now. But anyway, Steve, how you doing? Doing well. Yeah, no, the, uh, whenever the government's involved in any realm, it's, it's not good. And the, uh, the banks are not far behind in that realm either. Speaking of government, uh, I want to announce uh, something, actually, first. Though we're going to get to it, but I've decided, guys, I'm a little old right now, but I've decided I'm going to take a crack at the UFC. Uh, Cam, I'm going to get into a mixed martial arts, and I'm going to try to become uh, the UFC welterweight uh, champion. Oh, wait. I have as good of a shot of doing that as Bill de Blasio does, the mayor of New York, of winning the presidency, which this guy... This guy's about to announce he's running for president. Like, he couldn't win president of a glee club. Is president? Like, I don't know how he got elected mayor in New York. Like, to be honest. Like, I, I've never really been in a place where people, like, just sort of disrespected and thought the mayor was such an idiot. <laughs> uh, I mean, and, and I lived in a city with Rob Ford. Yeah, Rob Ford. I lived in a city with Rob Ford. <laughs> That's the best I that about him. To me. Are you related great. to Rob Ford? Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. He thought, thought I was Rob Ford's brother when I was in Baltimore. I was doing interviews. <laughs> I'd ask you, do you what did they say? You know, do you know Rob? They said you thought they knew, yeah. they knew each other. Yeah, Gabe, I was introducing the indoor soccer team when uh, Toronto and Mississauga was getting that team, and the Baltimore Blast are like the kings of this indoor soccer league. So I was in Baltimore, and the one lady goes, Sir, are you related to Rob Ford? And everyone thought like everyone thought I was like Rob Ford, representative of Toronto there. It was hilarious. Why, because he's just a fat, jolly guy? You should have told her, no, nah, I'm not related to him, but I smoke crack like him. <laughs> <laughs> talking about a guy that had some trouble with banks, probably. <laughs> <laughs> So there's some funny transfers going on with his accounts. Feels like Kentucky fried chicken, Steve. Dude, the guy was doing hookers in city hall, Steve. Like I, it was awesome. <laughs> Best mayor ever. Yeah, we all us Americans found out of him about him. Thanks to Jimmy Kimmel years ago. I still remember that he was all over that. Still the best thing ever. I don't know if we can get a picture up guys. If you could do it, I'll send you, um, the best ever is when like he, uh, he's like after the crack video. <laughs> He comes out. It was so crazy. I endorsed him for mayor. I had him on the show before he was mayor and everything. Like, I actually catapulted this guy to office. Like, so, uh, 
when he came out and Steve Cam Cam uh, Cam actually has the tie, but Steve. You're the mayor of, like, the third biggest city in North America. You've just been, like, exposed for smoking crack on video. You're being extorted by a bunch of Somalian gangsters. You hold your biggest press conference of your life. You He wore a tie with NFL logos on it, Steve. Like, one of those old ties from the 80s, like, with the old Houston Oiler. Like the, early- the old Buccaneer with the sword. It was the best. <laughs> And it's Canada on top of that, which yeah, says, like, like, no one about it. has nothing to do with the NFL. Like, <laughs> it's the best. It's, it's, it's a wicked time. NHL time, maybe. He he rolls it's NHL time. Like, just imagine, it's like, well, God, I got to go face the media in the world right now. Everyone knows I'm a crackhead. And, uh, yeah, you know what? I, let's go with the NFL tie. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll tell you what, he was no Marion Barry. I grew up in the 80s in Northern Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your own crackhead mayor. Who who got reelected after being on crack cocaine on hidden camera. Can't top that. (laughs) Reelected, Steve. Reelected. Strong. He did. It might have been after he cleaned up, quote unquote, cleaned up, but he did win an election after that. All right, so. Yeah, it's amazing how many dirty dogs are in city politics. Kind of crazy. We were just talking, uh, so, uh, Steve, speaking of Washington, so. Being a Toronto sports fan, blows, uh, bro, it sucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm only a Raptor fan, but the Raptors are big chokers. The Leafs suck. They're chokers. Uh, the Blue Jays haven't won in, like, what, you know, 28 years or something stupid or whatever the hell it's been, 25, 26 years. Um, everything else in between. Uh, our boy Kyle in Atlanta said, try being an Atlanta sports fan. The Atlanta Falcons pulled a Super Bowl. Georgia blows a national title, et cetera, but... You guys in Washington, Steve, have had quite the run of uh, disappointment, too, haven't you? Yeah, but, you know, they won the Cup. I, by the way, the only game I watched this year was Game 7 last week, and I watched it all the way through the double overtime. So, well, worked for you last year. Yeah, you're right. The, the Stanley Cup was the – yeah, that, that was something. And, that was the bone. And Virginia game. Virginia's pretty close to Washington, yeah, D.C. True. It looks like they're on the upswing. I hate to say it. They're, uh, they're, their stock's yeah, rising. Yeah, definitely – yeah, UVA, I mean, they lose to a 16, and then they win the thing with some unbelievable luck. But, um, yeah, the Capitals last year, I only watched Game 7 against Tampa and the Stanley Cup, so I can say I'm officially not a jinx, although I would have started to thought it because I watched Game 7 last week, and they led for, what, the entire game until they lost. They never trailed. <laughs> and now Carolina looks like they might sweep the Islanders, which is insane. Yeah, yeah, Washington fans are kicking themselves. But I, I tell this I was saying this, guys, if there's ever a time you could care less about winning the Cup, it's got to be this year. I mean, last year was the year. It was almost kind of anticlimactic to win it this year after last year. I'm not even sure what it matters at this point. <laughs> You've won once. It's good enough. <laughs> you can't top that. I mean, let it go a couple years. You'll want it more. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break on the other side. Uh, Boston Celtics, Milwaukee Bucks, Denver, and Portland on the board, and uh, NASCAR. Not Easter Mother's Day, right? Nope. Game time decisions. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
like to gamble, I tell you, your man. You win some, lose some, it's all the same to me. Right, game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. Steve Merrill uh, with us, ProSportsInfo.com, one of the covers experts. All right, Steve, let's blast uh, through this. What time are you on Richmond uh, in a couple of minutes? What time you got until here? Yeah, I'm good for about five or so. By the way, Lemmy, another guy that would have had some fascinating bank account transfers. Yeah. Well, I, just, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Lemmy was and, probably and a cash guy. He was probably a cash guy, though. Yeah, oh, I was going to say. Cash, like, guy. cash yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Envelope say, guy. And, and Lemmy's only <laughs> making money now. He's dead. It's funny how it works, you know? Yeah. Lemmy, when he run. was alive, people were like, oh, he's crazy, he's loud, he's abusive and stuff. Now he's dead, and he's like, the, he's in Kia car commercials. And Yeah, I saw that there's a car ad that runs. Like yeah, it's like Jared Jewelers with Motorhead in the background. Uh, so, uh, Boston, what are you thinking of basketball tonight? Boston and Milwaukee, they're back home in uh, Boston. Celtics uh, this evening. It's sort of been a, uh, it's been a weird series. It's hard to get a grip on this one. We make it a game. I mean, coming in, I thought the one disadvantage for Milwaukee was their youth. They hadn't won a playoff series in 18 years, yet they had the best record in the league this year, you know, so something doesn't match there. I mean, I think we've seen that so far in the first two games. They lose game one outright as a favorite. They looked sluggish at the start of game two, but then they turned it on with an easy 21-point win. You would think back at home now in game three, if Milwaukee's going to regress a bit, it would be tonight. I think the Bucks are the better team, but it's tough to get a real feel on them being such a young team. And we've got uh, we got Denver and uh, Portland this evening. This is a really tough one as well. The total I got burnt the other night. I'm going to go back to the over. Uh, you know, five times in a row it went over the number. It went under in game two, but I'm not going to uh, be deterred uh, by this. I'm going to jump back on the over tonight, Steve. Yeah, you know, we talk about the zigzag game all the time with sides, you know, with the team that loses. And I think Denver probably is in the bounce back tonight because of that, just like they were um... – Portland was in the bounce back in game two after losing game one, but they work also with totals. And I do agree with you. Both teams played poor offensively, especially Denver at home in game two, a real clunker um, two fifteen or so is the total. I would expect both offenses to play better tonight. All right. And before we get you out of here, we've got, uh, got NASCAR, the monster uh, monster mile uh, this, uh, this weekend. Let's start getting more to the NASCAR as the, as the playoffs are uh, winding down. Um, Kyle Busch in the three to one range. I mean, I, it's basically it seems you know in the old days I'd be like God, ah, it's horrible value, but he just wins so often and he's had a ton of success uh, here. Martin Truex uh, eight to one, another uh, attractive uh, price uh, for a driver that has uh, has had some success here. What do you make of uh, the race here? Yeah, I mean it's like when Kevin Harvick at the first half of last season was almost unbeatable. Kyle Busch is at that level now. So until we see otherwise on these cookie cutter mile mile and a half tracks. Um, Dover's a one-mile track. You know, it's a concrete one-mile. It's a little different, but it's still somewhat of a cookie-cutter. Um, you got to keep going with them. But, yeah, Truex is on the Gibbs. You know, they've always been a partial Gibbs team. He's in the 19 car, Suarez's ride from last year. He is one of the Gibbs drivers along with Denny Hamlin, and these guys are dominant. Um, Hamlin's worth a look here. You know, of those three, you're getting the best price on Hamlin. I think all three will be in contention. The Fords have remained very strong this year as well. Harvick will probably run well here along with his team. A guy like Clint Boyer could be a sleeper. He's been good on these tracks, and he's in a fast car with that Ford team. Steve Merrill, ProSportsInfo.com. Steve, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Steve care, Merrill Steve. Uh, with us. Yeah, uh, Cam. You're starting your party early, eh, Marenzi? I saw a couple uh, 
Corona's there. Life's a beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to find find your beach. Find your beach. I'm going to have a steam whistle. Oh, you're wrong. You're going to have one. looks like you've already had one, actually. So yeah, I'm gonna t- looks I'm like gonna tell every- everyone's twisting the caps off right now. Yeah, it's Friday. You know what? And I do a show with Kurtz. He doesn't drink, so I'm going to drink with you uh, this afternoon. We're going to have a couple beers. It's too bad you're not How's here, buddy. Sound? We're going to we're going out after to. Uh... I'm actually very jealous about that. I could really use. I'm telling you, Gabe. I'm going stir crazy now. There's something What's wrong. What's the name with of the place we're going house. to? Yeah, I got to get Some, out. Of somebody here. tell me in the pit here. Smith uh, Smith Town Hall. Smith, yeah, exactly. There, the Smithsonian. Smith Town Hall. Smith Town Hall. Smith Town Hall. Right. Put the. Sounds like a Kiwanis meeting. Yeah, exactly. Sounds it like it. sound like a bar. Yeah, no, it's Town Hall. Sounds like we're going to like the water buffaloes or something. Like. Exactly. Yeah, you and Barney Rubble. <laughs> that is the water buffalo meeting for sure. That's great. Hey, Fred. Hey, Fred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, we figured we'd get the uh, get the party uh, going a little bit. Yeah, just to, to loosen this up, I'll tell you, if maybe if the Raptors would have won last night, I wouldn't be, uh, you know, it, yeah, yeah, we got to uh, shake funny. things up almost. It's like the Mark Gray slump buster. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah whatever. I'm in yeah. the Burger King DGAF mode because no one is happy all the time. And look, Ken, we got a couple of boxes. of We got it all here. We got boxes of nice. Burger King beers. So that Burger King looks like a, it looks like a Weezer logo to me. That looks like some copyright infringement there, but. Anyway, well, let me ask you. It's funny you bring yeah. this up because let's play That's word. Aso- let's play word association. So, this, how about this for strange cam? So, I brought up the uh, I brought up that nobody is uh, nobody is happy all the time uh, stuff. We talked about it yesterday a little bit, right? Yep. So, there's actually a Burger King like right on the corner here. So we went in the morning. Uh, so boys in a pit went over and they're like, all right, let's go get some of this and see, you know, let's see what it is and stuff. They went over and first off, we got screwed over. They don't serve this until 11 o'clock. Breakfast only until 11. No wonder no one's happy all the time. You go exactly. in there to get a Whopper and they tell you no. So then they go back. Buddy goes back after and uh, they're not participating. So, they have the boxes in the window on display, yet when you actually order, they're like, no, no, no. It's a gimmick. So, basically, they said, no, we're not participating at this location. You're in the middle of Manhattan. (laughs) (laughs) What a joke. Like, like, rock to get your flagship Burger King. But anyways... So basically, they uh, they let us take the boxes, and uh, you know, Buddy just bought some Whoppers with them, anyways. Well, let's play word association here, Cam. So here's the uh, this is the pissed meal. This is the pissed meal. What is this like? What's the logo look like? What does this logo say to you? It like, looks does like it say Charlie anger? Brown's. It's Charlie Brown's sweater. It's the Weezer, Weezer logo or Wonder Woman. Ooh. those are the three things I get. It's funny how we all see different things. I like where you're going. This. So you said Charlie Brown's sweater. Which isn't angry or pissed off. Weezer. We owe the band Weezer, yep. And Wonder Woman. And if you also put the V under the W, West Virginia Mountaineers, different colors. It's funny because that's what I saw. I'm like, kind of a West Virginia Mountaineer ripoff. Yeah, see, we're we're seeing it, baby. And like this, (laughs) breast cancer. 
You're right. Or a lie detector line. Like when I'm watching those murder shows, that looks like the DDD when you're taking the old polygraph. Did you murder your wife? <laughs> oh, he's spiking. Oh, 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 oh. He's spiking, sir. <laughs> Mr. Simpson, Mr. Simpson, OJ, I must remind you we're under oath. I got to be um, honest with you. That's a really disappointing story with Burger King. And you said it. You're in New York City. Like, so look, uh, though. You know? I don't, like, even, this doesn't look stupid. angry to me. Like, what? It's very retro. I don't know. Like, right? No, it's no piss deal. I'm with you. I, I get no anger from that. Right, here's None. the black box. I like the nice looking box, this one. No one is happy all the time. Good tagline, actually. Yeah. It's a good box. Turn around. What's this say to you? What's the what word association? Oh man, that looks like uh I'm thinking about like a keyhole. I see like a, a lock. Uh what else do I get out of that one? I don't know. A gorilla with headphones, kinda. Uh, <laughs> a gorilla with headphones. Dumbbell. Yeah, I'm about done. And once again, we're on the same page in that I don't really understand how this is I don't give an F anymore. Like, how does that represent I give an F? Yeah, it's just, uh, see, yeah, I, I, I don't see any anger. I thought it sort of looks like to me like like a future gender, the, 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 the sign. Good call. Like Prince had so many. Different yeah, yeah, ones. yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Like Good sort point. of like, yeah, not like not new- lesbian. Yeah. Not like I'm talking in like ten years, and there's some yeah. new sort of you know mixed thing. Good it's Good like this will be the logo or something. You know what I'm saying? Excellent. I agree with you 100 percent on that. I agree. It's like you know, there's the G for girl. There's the penis, and it's the yeah. combination or whatever. Right. Used. Actually, because holy crap! You turn it upside down. It's a toilet. Yeah, it's exactly it is. It looks like a toilet from above. Actually, it is a good toilet. Great toilet. You sit down, you eat, and then there it goes. Uh, Taco Bell. After a couple Whoppers, that's where you will be. Taco Bell, Burger King. (laughs) Sliders. Yeah, I like like it. So evidently, evidently, it's, uh, this is a tongue. Really? Nah. Like, I don't give an F sticking your tongue out. It's a toilet. It could be better if it was just like this. Like, it should have been that. I really like where you're going with that gender uh, thing. Yeah, it's like a It really should have been. I don't give it. I mean, that's what it's it should have been. Yeah, I'm I just realized we're on in the restaurant here as I'm giving the finger to. Uh... <laughs> no, doesn't it look like a new gender? It does. Big like, time. if I told you, like, if you saw this and it said parade. You just sort of think, oh, yeah, yeah, it's that, uh, that parade there that Lady Gaga is playing at and stuff. <laughs> Lady Gaga is playing at and stuff. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> You're killing me, man. <laughs> yeah, Burger King didn't really. I, I don't get anger from any of those boxes. You're right. I, I get I, nothing of the sort. No, but it's, this isn't angry. It's like I don't give an F. Yeah. I'll tell you a story on the other side about a a loser uh, delivery service that I dealt with last night. Hope these guys go under. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio continues, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. (laughs) 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game time decisions. Continues. You got something for us, Cam? Yeah, thanks, buddy. I was just going to get the promo there. Catch Make It Rain with Joe Ranieri and Gabe Martinez weekday morning 6 to 9. Then my buddy Gabe and Ranieri 9 to 12 on the morning after, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. They get you caught up to date on the previous night's action and prep for the sports wagering day ahead. You can also watch the broadcast on YouTube and participate in the chat room or watch it on Periscope, Twitch TV, or countless other platforms. Be part of the show. Tune in for the entertainment, the knowledge, and the extra money we'll put in your pockets. That's Make It Rain with Joe Ranieri and Dana Martinez at 6 to 9, then Marenzi and Ranieri 9 to 12 on the morning after, Gabe. All right, good stuff, uh, Cam. Um, so um, we've got two game, two basketball games this evening. Uh, back at it uh, on the National Hockey League. Guys, the only thing that saved me last night was hitting a couple, a couple of... Uh, basketball props in that NBA game and a Sixer game uh, last night. But very, very disappointing. And, you know, we spent so much time talking about that stupid series ticket that I played. And, ooh, we got a good price at minus 174 yeah. and all this type stuff. And they're actually, they're plus 106 right now. Plus 106. The only thing is, you know, I thought they were going to split when they went to Philadelphia. But I didn't want to take that chance of them winning and missing out on it, right? Are you going to double down or just let it ride? Um, I'm Good gonna... question, because you still think they can win at plus 106, right? Um, no, but I'm not going to double down on the series, but as far as betting Sunday on them, it's going to be hard not to. Yeah. I bet on them last night, but I didn't go massive on them last night because I had the series price, but the series is pretty much at stake on Sunday. I agree. They lose. They're not going to win the series. No, if they win, there's no guarantee they win in the series, but they probably do if they win on Sunday. So, yeah, it's a must, absolutely positively must-win game for them. They got to make some changes, too. And I ran off the top, like, Nurse, like, you're the guy. You're, on, you're, 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 you're the coach now. Find out how, what, what you're doing with your rotations. Figure something out. Give Kawhi some help. Don't play Fred Van Fleet. There's a lot of problems that uh, that need to be addressed or else Embiid and the Sixers are just going to roll these guys again and they're going to go down in the history books as one of the worst choking teams in NBA playoff history. Got to think about it. No underdogs lose in the NBA like these guys do. Like They're the only eight seed in the history or one seed to lose to an eight in the history of the NBA, I think, when they lost to the Wizards. like It's already a problem, Gabe. Um, now, there's been others. There's been others. But, yes, there's been... You're right. They're going to be known as like the, one of the biggest chokers in NBA um, history. And, you know, even as a Raptor fan, it'll just sort of make every every regular season sort of meaningless, right? Yep. I mean, we've seen this over and over. Now, now listen, the Raptors aren't the only organization and city and franchise that have lived this. But even the other ones have sort of mixed in a title. Like, when I think of teams, like, who are other teams – that are like equivalent to the Raptors. And I think a, a, a classic example of the Raptors, 
and I've told Feinberg this, and he doesn't like hearing it, but I told him, like, you're kind of doomed. The Chargers. Like, do you, like, do you have any confidence the Chargers are going to win? No. You They'll do well in the regular season. Yeah. They'll lose in the playoffs when they face New it's England. It's already starting about this year. Oh, they're going to be great. They're going to win a division. Yeah. They're going to win 12 games. They're going to be 13 in this, and this is their year finally. You know, we've, we hear this every year. This is their year finally, and even me – who's pretty positive when it comes to the Raptors over the years and defensive about their choking ways. The fact is, it's been a lot of years where it's like, no, nah, but this year it's different. That This year it's different. This year, I mean, if we can't win with Kawhi Leonard now, we'll never win. Like, this is I, it. Yeah, like, yeah this, no, that's what, I, you can't that's what I'm yeah, and that's what I'm saying, Gabe. It's already going to be even with great play and great organization and winding and dining him. I think it will be... Hard to retain him. If they lose, he's definitely leaving. I think if they win, and you know what, maybe you can coax him to come back, stick around or whatever, but he'll be gone, man. Like, I hate to say it, and then then we're ultimately screwed. Then it'll get worse and worse and worse. We'll be bottom feeders again. Yeah, you know, the Gasol deal is, you know, going to come back to haunt us because he's got like a $35 million player option. And you know, I imagine he's going to just say, yeah, give me the $35 million. Nobody really turns down $35 million, especially at 36 years old. And how many other teams are going to be out there saying, yeah, we're going to give you $36 million. So they're going to be on the hook with Gasol, which is a lot of money. You know, I don't want to throw Kyle Lowry under the bus because, you know, he does a lot of things. He, he hustles. He plays defense. He gets assists. He gets rebounds. But? But, quite frankly... <laughs> You can't win in the NBA playoffs with the point guard play like this. Yeah. I mean, he scored 20 points. points. Yeah, points. Scored 20 yeah, points in, in, in game two. All right. You know, so what? Now, you know, last night, right back to the same crap. We've seen this time and time again. And when you combine both Van Fleet and, um, and Kyle Lowry's production from our point guards in the entire 48 minutes, they contributed eight points. That's insanity. It's pathetic. That, that, that's it's insanity. not even insane. It's just it's no, pathetic. That's, that's nuts. That is like I, I don't even. I think that might be a record. Like you can't look at that many games and go like how like that is. Damn, so Fred bad. Van Fleet scored one point in the last two games. I know, and I, I get know. it. He's not the lead. He's not supposed to be the leading scoring the team, but he's supposed to contribute. Well, he gets there. paid like twelve or fourteen, fifteen million dollars a year. Get a shot. You got. He can't hit a, hit a shot. shot. He hasn't hit a shot. He can't hit a shot. I know. He's got no confidence right now. He can't shoot. A blind crackhead would have a better chance of putting the ball in the basket. Yep. It's bad, man. It's bad, but it's not over yet. you got, got to be all business. You, you take care of business on Sunday. That changes everything. We're not going to say the ship is sunk. Right now, there's a bullet hole in it. We're taking in water, but uh, they got to they gotta really figure this out. And this is where coaching and, and a veteran team like them, they got to come together. They have to figure something out. Nick Nurse. We were the underling and the understudy of Dwayne Casey. Figure it out. Everybody, like I always thought he was just kind of like one of those guys who the cool, sh- you know, you know, you know what, Gabe? It's that look. You never ever have that guy with that look with like the, the slick pants and the, and the glasses. Like it makes them look smarter than they really are. Like I've always dealt with, you know, you deal with some people <laughs> like that, especially at the bank. That's the type of look, the vibe that I get from him. Like he can fool people in the room. Like, oh yeah, I'm really good. And everyone rips uh, about Brown. Yeah, he's a shitty coach. He's out coaching this guy like, I can't even tell you how bad it is. It's a joke. He calls timeouts at the right time. He has right rotations. Their bench play has absolutely destroyed us for a team that has a horrible bench. So what are you doing? You know, it's up. The coach has to do something now. He's got to earn his dough. No, you're exactly right. Um, 
There has been no adjustments whatsoever. Um, You're going to have to shake things up, maybe change the starting lineup right now. Gasol has been a big problem. You know, this whole thing about him shutting down Joel Embiid, yeah, he did in game one, but that was then. And and here we are right now. And it's not just Joel Embiid. It's weird because Gasol matches up well with Embiid, but he can't stop Greg Monroe. You know, and Greg Monroe's doing spin moves on him and stuff. And it's it's been frustrating. The supposed strength of their team, their bench has been non-existent. It's short. They're not playing anybody. They don't trust anybody. It's a big problem. And they can do it. They can, they can win on Sunday, but they can't win unless Kyle Lowry gives them points. It's just, you know, you can, it doesn't matter. Kawhi Leonard can score 45 points. The math won't add up, right? Kawhi scores 40. Siakam gets 20. Good for you. That's 60. That's just not enough. Like, they need – Kyle Lowry needs to give him 17-20. Serge Ibaka needs to start playing again. And Ibaka's done this in the past in the playoffs, actually. This act's getting True. old, too, with him. It is. You're right. You know, he had a good year last year in the regular season, and in the playoffs, Brutal he disappears. Playoffs. He just exactly. disappears. I mean, Kendrick Perkins, who played with him before in Oklahoma City, even Kendrick Perkins was tweeting last night saying, what the hell are you doing, Serge? Like, where's your intensity at? You know, and it was the same crap last year. No, it was last year. Oh, he had personal problems. You know, it's the same bullshit every year with this team. It just is. I know. And it it's, is. It's, you have a new coach. You have different players. Yeah. No it's the same effing culture with this organization. It is. Hey, buddy, don't be surprised one thing, too. That story that came out the other day about Masai Ujiri and the Washington Wizards, it might not be that far-fetched. He called the job intriguing. It's just one of those things. If the Raptors bow out, We'll see what happens there. I think there's going to be a huge, huge trickle-down effect from all the way to the top of the organization if they lose to Philadelphia. Major changes. Yeah, there's um, going to be there's, there's so many unknown questions. Yep. You know, and, and, and the crazy thing is they're going to get left stuck because I really doubt, you know, Kawhi Leonard's going to tell them, right? No. These players, right. like, they don't. You're absolutely right. Like even yeah. when they know players, now he might out of respect. You never know, but generally, for the most part, guys, the players they you figure they would tell the team, listen, I'm not resigning with you, so you might as well try to sign a couple of free agents because I'm leaving for sure. They never do it. You know, LeBron James started all this crap yep. when he never told Cleveland. They found out on TV. Exactly. Uh, supposedly, the Golden State Warriors uh, are expecting to find out through the media. As far as Kevin Durant is concerned, it's kind of like to me, it's kind of gutless and coward. It, like, it, 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 it just shows the lack of respect. Like it does. Like you know, the Warriors brought you in, Kevin Durant, and now you're just getting. Yeah, yeah you guys will find out on ESPN. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of it's bullshit. And then what happens is these teams they file they'll find out a day before or something, right? You know, two days before, right before July first, but then it's too late. Like, they've already, you know, they don't know. Like, the Raptors won't know whether they have all this money to spend or not on players. They might, they might not. But then once they find out, all the players are gone already. It's kind of a weird position to be in. I'll tell you, man, if you really think about it, Gabe, and you know this team, the window of opportunity is shorter than you think. Kyle Lowry is not a young kid anymore. He also has that body type. Ah, the window's, the window's closing this That's year. That's what I'm this saying. Is it. Like the window's it's, now. It's, yes. Yes, because these guys are all going to be veteran guys. The young guys aren't good enough to take them up to a level. It's it. It's this year, or and, and it's gone. 
So they better find a way to dig down deep and take out these guys. And then uh, maybe, you know, sometimes it's like the NCAA tournament, though. You need that big scare. Well, they're scared now. They're down two to one. And if they lose on Sunday, they're in big shit. So they got to find a way to get it done. And if they scrape by Philadelphia, maybe they can get confidence into the next series. But very, very unimpressive and disappointing so far. Well, that's that's the thing. They're not they're not down three games to none. It's not two games to none. It's two games to one. It's not the end of the world, but it's the way that they're two games. They're down exactly. right now. And no fight. the lack of effort last night was pathetic. It was. It was, just, it was a, a playoff game. They played that like a game against the Atlanta Hawks on a Wednesday night. It was pathetic. Yeah. And, and you're watching other guys, like, you know what I mean? When you're watching in the playoffs, stepping up play, doing special things. Hell, look at Portland, man, with the guys that they have on their team and all the strife they've had to de- deal with this year with big injuries, man. Like, it's it's unacceptable, man. This is a special time. you got to raise your play in the playoffs. You have to. And yeah. all the guys in the Raptors get shittier in the playoffs. They get worse. It's it's brutal. Yeah, you look at, so, the, it, you look at the intensity of the Philadelphia 76ers, too. Jimmy Butler's yep. commanding things out there, leading, uh, encouraging Joel Embiid. Started to get it going, and you know I didn't like him watching uh, watching him troll us, but yeah. I couldn't hate him for doing it. I mean, he earned it. They were killing us. He was playing well. He was hitting shots. That's basketball, and we you know it's like they they awoke a sleeping giant with Embiid, and it's going to be tough going into Sunday, man. Like the Raptors, they better find something. They better find some balls, man. Like they better look in the mirror and realize that. They are going to be known as the biggest chokers in, like, not yeah. just NBA history, but they're going to be right up there. Like, they, you know, like they're already a laughing stock. I agree. Like you said, like, uh, you know, like last night they were trending in New York. It's not like just, oh, they're going to trend. Like, people are mock Kyle Lowry's getting ripped. The Raptors yeah, get yeah. ripped. It's like the same garbage every year in the playoffs, and they bring it upon themselves. They sure do. You said it, man. Everywhere you go, if you're not from Toronto or whatever, everyone thinks, what are the Raptors known as? The biggest chokers in the NBA. People laugh all about it when you tell them that's your team. And, uh, yeah, they maybe a players-only meeting, something. They better do something to mix it up, and the leaders on this team, shut the damn door, figure something out, and come out there, and you got to punch Philadelphia in the face, Gabe. you got to make it like a street fight and fight for everything. Don't let them go up double digits. That's the thing. I I, I was very shocked in a playoff game where you just quit. Like, it's it just like, didn't even try to grind back. It was pathetic. It was a pathetic performance. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. As Al Delvecchio would say, all right, uh, Ian Cameron of the battle is going to join us at level two. One of his colleagues, Andrew McGinnis, will join us uh, in the six o'clock hour. Puck guys? That's a puck guy, uh, puck guy reunion today. <laughs> we'll hit the pipelines. We apologize to Jason yesterday, too. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Level one winding down. Ian Cameron of Battle will join us. New York Islanders got to stave off elimination uh, here this evening, trailing 
Three games to none. Uh, we got the Dallas Stars and the St. Louis Blues. So they're back at, in St. Louis. Game. This is the one you have your eye on. Uh, this tonight. is the one, Gabe. This is the one. Like uh, a win would uh, for Dallas would make everything great. They lose, and I'm starting to think, uh, you know, the, the futures uh, market's going to hit me a little bit hard. So it's a big game tonight for me. Uh, I like what Dallas did in the last game. They really uh, beat down the Blues uh, with good transitional play. We'll see. Uh, Jordan Bennington finding a little bit of crack in the armor. I thought uh, St. Louis had a goaltending edge with uh, Bennington over uh, Bishop, but Bishop uh, pretty good the last game too. We'll see, Gabe. I expect a very, very tight game when these two teams play though tonight, maybe an overtime game. Um, you know, there was a lot of talk about um, the bad blood than we saw with, uh, you know, with Marchand and the punch in the back of the head. And in, yep. in the Maple Leafs and the Bruins, it was a pretty contentious uh, series. People, if you're not paying attention, St. Louis and uh, Dallas, they already didn't like each other, right, Cam? They play each other all the time already. They hate each other, yeah. And a lot of- yeah, there's been a lot of stick work. And you and I talk about this. This is what happens when there's instigator penalties and, they, you know, you get in big trouble when you start a fight. So it just leads to the slash fest. And, yeah, it's funny, uh, Jamie Benn, uh, when asked about, uh, you know, what happened uh, the other night when it became a slash fest at the end of the game, he said just a bunch of grown men being donkeys out donkeys. there. Donkeys. <laughs> I know, that's great. Donkeys. So basically, David it. Perron. Perron is a donkey. But slash a Ben Bishop in the back <laughs> <laughs> after the Dallas goalie played the puck. Bishop then, like, went down like he got shot. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then Bennington... <laughs> You know, Bennington, for one reason or another, ought to be a good idea to go and swing his stick at uh, Jamie Benn. Yeah. And then Bennington actually slashed at uh, Bishop as the goalies crossed pass exactly. when they actually ended the game. I tell you, like, for a kid that's been in the league for four weeks, he's really starting to look. Yeah, he's getting, he's getting people on the hate list. Game. And Bishop's a pretty big dude for a goalie cat. He's like a big guy. Burger Bennington. He'll yeah. put him in a pretzel. Bishop, 6'5 or 6'6". Six, six. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Excuse up. Phoenix Suns have found their man. The Suns have hired Monty Williams as their new head coach on a reported five-year deal. The 47-year-old replaces Igor Kokoskov, who finished a, a Western Conference worst 19-63 and with the Suns this season. Williams is currently an assistant with Philadelphia, and he'll remain on their team till their playoff ra- ra- run is done. Head coach Jim Boylan agreeing to a multi-year contract extension with the Chicago Bulls today, that according to ESPN. With Williams off the board, the Lakers, they're expected to offer Tyron Lue their head coaching gig very, very soon. Lou has a history with LeBron coaching him from 2016 to 2018 in Cleveland. They won a title together along with two conference final appearances as well. Two more games in the NBA playoffs tonight. The double dip tips off with Milwaukee and Boston. Uh, the Celtics small, one-and-a-half-point favorites now down from two. Total set at 219, series tied at one. Then at 10.30, we got Portland hosting Denver Blazers, laying four over under 214-and-a-half. Uh, game one of the hockey doubleheader, Carolina and the Islanders just after 7 o'clock. The Canes and Islanders, hey, man, the Isles on the ropes right now, down 3 to nothing in that series. 
a win and the bunch of jerks are in the Eastern Finals. Wow. Carolina laying minus 135, total five flat. Next game up, 930. Dallas and St. Louis, me and Gabe talked about it. These teams hate each other. Lots of dirty, dirty play. Blues laying 150 at home, over under set at five. This series tied at two, should be a big one. In the NFL, the Eagles have signed linebacker Zach Brown to a one-year deal. He spent the last two seasons in Washington. He'll make $3 million. He had 96 tackles, one sack, and two forced fumbles for the Skins last year. Good news for Cleveland so far. Could have been a lot worse. Cleveland Indians ace Corey Kluber will avoid surgery on his fractured arm. He's going to be re-examined in three to four weeks. No immediate timetable for a possible return to action for Kluber. One game just wrapping up in baseball a few minutes ago. Anthony Rizzo had a three-run bomb and a brilliant performance by Kyle Hendricks. A complete game four hitter for the Cubs pitcher. Three Ks, no walks, and uh, the Cubs beat the Cards four to nothing. They shut them out. Flaherty takes the loss for St. Lou. Here's the sked tonight. Uh, we got uh, four games at 7.05. Rays minus 250 at Baltimore. Glasnow and Straley over under nine and a half. Minnesota at the Yankees. Pinstripes minus 167 and a half. Gibson Guitars and Paxton. We got Philly at Washington. Phils minus 185. Over under nine. Hellickson Icop. Pitts Oakland at Pittsburgh tonight. The Pirates small favorites. 25 cents total. Eight. Anderson taking on Musgrove. Four more at 7.10. We got Seattle and Cleveland. The Indians minus 145, eight and a half. Kikuchi versus Bieber. Casey at Detroit. Tigers minus a buck 50. Total eight. Lopez and Boyd. San Fran's at Cincinnati. The Reds laying 60 cents. Total eight. BD and Gray. Atlanta minus 165 at Miami. Total eight. Gossman, Urena. The Jays, they're in Texas after getting swept. Rangers minus 150. Over under nine. Thornton and Miller. Boston minus 185 favorites against the White Sox tonight. And uh, Mets at Milwaukee. Brew Crew minus 148 and a half. Mats and Woodruff. Arizona Minus 115 at Colorado. Biggest total of the night, 11 Ray versus Anderson. And the Los Angeles Dodgers laying 60 at San Diego. Seven and a half Kershaw versus Lauer in a battle of lefties. Uh, We'll see 19 horses in the running now for the 149th Kentucky Derby on Saturday from Churchill Downs. Heichel scratch today. Game winner, the favorite, nine to two. And Jason Duffner, currently the leader on the PGA Tour. His lowest round since 2013 and eight under 63. Duffner minus 11, Joel Damon, Max Homa, both one shot back, and Wu Eshan leads at minus 13 through 36 holes at the Volvo China Open. I'm Cam Stewart. He's Gabe Morenci. We had Steve Merrill on Bano. You'll join us in the second hour. We'll talk some pucks and hoops and a whole lot more. It's Red Heat and Rage Radio, hour two, coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, level two has begun. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage, our radio, Fantasy Sports, our radio network, iHeartRadio, now on uh, YouTube uh, as well. But Banner will join us in a couple of moments' time. As um, we've got a couple NHL games on tap uh, here this evening. St. Louis Blues and the Dallas Stars now locked up at uh, two. Big game uh, here tonight. Massive game. I mean, you get the feeling that you get the feeling it's going seven games, but I do. You'd rather be up 3 2 than down 3 2. Damn right. Yeah, I know. And it's. Uh... It's a big deal, man. With the series price at t- plus 240, you could do something. If you feel crazy and it goes to game seven, you have an escape plan. But I need Dallas to win this game tonight. It's going to be a pre- pretty good one. Uh, I kind of like, I don't mind the fact, even though they played well at home on the road, the Blues have done actually more damage on the road than they have at home. So 
Maybe Dallas can play that suffocating road game, get the first goal and uh, get the fans in St. Louis quiet and nervous in that game. That would be good. And don't take stupid penalties. The one thing about Dallas, they've taken a lot of dumb penalties in this series. They're making it hard for themselves. So stay out of the box. They'll be okay. I don't know what to think about the Islanders-Carolina game. I want to bet it. I'm just trying to think. Do the Islanders, if they have the guts, maybe they they win today. McElhaney's back. Mrazek's still out. He should be back the next game. But it's hard, man. Carolina at home, ugh, I, I don't know, man. But the Islanders, they are a gutsy club. I don't expect them to roll over. But being down three to nothing and winning four straight, that's tough. They're not going to quit. That's the thing. But just because they, they're not going to quit doesn't mean they're actually going to win a game. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Carolina would just like to wrap this up, especially on their home ice. And they probably will do the celebration if they do sweep them tonight. And, um, you know, especially looking at, um, I mean, look, Columbus and Boston, that's going seven games, right? That's had seven games written all over from day one. That's going to go seven games. If you're Carolina, you can get out of this and then get another 10 days off and and, uh, rest or so and uh, and prepare for the Eastern uh, Conference Finals. Carolina Hurricanes right now, minus 135. New York Islanders are plus 115. Uh, the total is an even five. They're both even fives. And, man, yeah, the overs are just, it's like printing money. And I don't know why I'm just not writing it more. But looking at the futures, Cam, and I talked about this, it just it sounds strange that it doesn't really roll off the tongue. But the Carolina Hurricanes are the Stanley Cup favorites right now. Plus 320. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I got to be honest with you. I wouldn't uh, make them the favorite. I'd make Boston the favorite if I had I would to. Make, I agree. I would make Boston the favorite. How about Boston versus San Jose in the final? Thornton yeah. versus the Bruins. That's what the NHL wants. I can tell you that. That is exactly right. the combination that they want or praying for. I don't think they mind Dallas there. Uh, Dallas is a pretty big market. They also love San Jose, too. It's a team that, you know what I mean, they've been down this road before with Joe. You're right, but I, I think their dream matchup is Boston and San Jose. Boston and somebody, I don't think they'd still want Columbus there. Carolina, definitely not. But I will say this, I, whoever Carolina plays, be it Columbus or Boston, they're done next series. I, 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 they're not going to the Stanley Cup. I'll take either team. I'll even bet on Boston. You know, I don't like them. I'm not Bob from Boston. But Boston is a better team than Carolina, and they should be able to take care of business, Gabe. And I think uh, Columbus is better than them, too. That's right. We got Bob Boston on, on hold, actually. We'll get Bobby Boston on in a couple of minutes here. When I guess yeah, we're yeah, yeah. Uh, he knows He knows Boston sports, baby. He's just riding the hot hands. Yeah, he's getting upset. He's like, uh, he called in this morning. He's getting defensive because, uh, like, uh, Boston Bob's starting to stick a little bit now. Well, of course it is. Well, he's betting on Boston. <laughs> You're Boston Bob. You, hey, you know what? The guy Bob? calls in every show and picks Boston every night, and he gets exactly. upset. And he lives Don't in Vermont where they're all brewing and Red, Red Sox. Like, exactly. Hey, you're you a Bostoner Bob. now, Bob. Bob. Vermont's not Bob. New York. You're closer to Boston. You're yes, Boston. Yes, yes. Just, just Bob. Just ride with it, buddy. Boston's put money in your pocket. There's no need to be Vermont Bob anymore. You're Boston Bob, buddy. It's working for you. Don't change it. Whatever works, you don't switch it. Right, Gabe? He's winning money on his hometown teams. Bobby Boston. Uh, this should be good. We'll get Bob Boston on. Bob from Boston. Babano. Can't beat that. Nope. Beat beat. Maybe we need to get Yang to rap a little bit again. Sure. Always a pleasure. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Level 2 continues. Fantasy Sports, our radio network. All right. Um, we've actually got uh, four Yankee tickets. Who wants to go to the Yankee game? See, Cam, if you were here, buddy, you and I could go. We could. But it's not a cheap, uh, cheap uh, ticket there, though. How how you've been to Yankee Stadium lately? How what does it run you? A couple uh, a couple hundred for a nice night out? No, the ticket the tickets are free. Oh, free's good. Free's always a good start. Yeah, yeah I like the, free. The tickets are free. I'm talking about the food and uh, you like know you me, said I like we could pound, go. I like the, you don't I like the pound beer. You don't sound too excited even with free tickets. No, I don't. I got to be honest with you. Going to live events now, and you've known every time you go to one, your team never wins in cover. At home, I got TVs I can put multiple games on. Got a lot of things going on, especially when you're gambling, man. You got a guy kind of. You know, you got to manage your money, Gabe. It's like we got a big portfolio. You don't want to be too far away. You got math to p- put in your head, and sometimes, you know, you got to do that stuff. You can't be getting wasted at a, at a ball game. Now, um, number one, I would go, but the game starts at 7, and we're here right now. Uh, number two, uh, yeah, we're, go- to party. Yeah, we're going out uh, for, for the gathering. And uh, number three, I think it's going to be thunderstorms a little bit later on. <laughs> Yeah, expected to rain. Expect, expected to rain. But I understand they're pretty good tickets. Oh, I hope oh, no. Yeah, I'd like to go. I wouldn't mind going to a Yankee game, actually. It's the go Minnesota better. Twins. Actually, the Twins, too. Coming off a nice series, taking three out of four from the Houston Astros. Gibson Guitars versus Paxton should be a pretty good game tonight. So so what's it take for you to go to a game? And you need the free ticket, and then you need free booze, too, and food. Yeah, I... The thing is, I'm actually going to go to a J game game, but it's uh, next week. They have Dollar Dog Night. That's the game I'm going to go to. Think about it. I can have five hot dogs for five bucks. That I can, if I have to spend eight bucks on a beer. The amount of time you're going to wait in line to get that hot dog, you'll wish that you just paid eight bucks for the hot dog. Yeah, uh, you actually you bring up good points. Never thought about that. The lineups are bad on a regular day. People are going to be milking it. Yeah, Probably you, have a limp, too. You'll be like, I'd rather just pay 7 bucks for this than wait here for yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, or, or get street meat before the game. Yeah, excellent point. I never even thought about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of changes my opinion now. Let's bring, like in, uh, let's bring in the king of street meat, Babano. Ian Cameron. Uh, I don't know if they have street meat in Hamilton. Uh, yeah, I think they do. Not in Dundas, but in Hamilton, I think they got a couple cards, Gabe. <laughs> What's up, Abano? Yeah, there are a couple in uh, downtown Hamilton. Not like Grotto, where it's every street corner, but you got a couple. Especially in the spring and summer in downtown Hamilton, you'll see some of that. But Yankees-Twins is a good game. I mean, Cam, you should turn your opinion around. That's like twins are playing good. Yankees, although the Yankees have a makeshift lineup. They've got a ton of guys out, but I'd go for the Twins anyway. That's a good baseball team. They're fun to watch right now. 
Yeah, I'm not in New York, though, Babano. That's kind of the problem. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, if you were, happy. yeah. I mean, yeah, if you yeah. were, yeah. yeah. If we were, you know, we we'd go out and have some right game. We'd have some suds. Watch. Yeah, the problem the problem is, like you what said, you in do? New York, it's it's big, Babano, right? Like, like you're in the Bronx and stuff. <laughs> hard to get around. <laughs> it's like it turns into a whole production. I mean, there's a reason why we're still trying to give them away, evidently now. Um, I listen. If if it was more warning and I would have known it wasn't raining and I wasn't you know already planning on on you know staying in Manhattan, we would go. But I'll get this out on Twitter right now. There's got to be somebody that wants to go to the Yankee uh, Yankees game here this evening. For sure. All right. Um, so what's going on, Babano? Oh, uh, what's not going on this weekend? Holy mackerel. I mean, what do we got? We got Kentucky Derby. We've got UFC. We've got NHL, NBA playoffs, baseball, boxing match with Canelo tomorrow night. What's there not to, to going on at this point? And somehow, somehow I'm bitter by it all because the Raptors last night feels like, eh. See, that's the thing, Nate. That's the problem. Yeah. You're, you're Mr. Raptor. It taints your mood for other things. I'll tell you about that UFC card in Ottawa, too. Good luck. That'll be a lot of fun uh, getting in and out of that building. It's uh, bad enough for a senator game. You know, plan your night game. Oh, that's right. The UFC's in Ottawa. Ottawa. Oh, oh, God. Oh, what a train wreck. That's going to be a nightmare. Good luck. It it can't be a stat card of our boy Elias Theodore, who's the co-main event, which I believe he is. So I don't think it's one of the better cards, top to bottom. It's actually not too What Are you taking a pot shot at Elias? (laughs) No. It's just the co-main event is not usually the slot you would think him in. (laughs) Well, he's like 14 and 2 or something. Send him a bano taking shots at UFC fighters now. Even he like, took a uh, shot at me because I'm not going to a Yankee game tonight. Hey, what am I? Come on! I told you, Babano. You're really you're like the the expert on everything now, Babano. Huh? Like not taking pot shots at UFC fighters, Ultimate Fighter uh, TV reality show winners. Yeah, as long as I'm in a different location and a different spot, so that they can't take a shot of a different kind at me. I've noticed this. <laughs> this is it's Cam. It's the it's the handicappers of the world. Yeah. They just, you know what I mean? Rip everything, rip everybody. They yeah. know everything. <laughs> it's like... Uh, Damn handicappers. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The cappers, like I said, I always tell them, stick to picks. Um, stick stick to picks. But, but no, you know what? No, I hear what you're saying. It's, well, it is it's what it is. It's a great card, right? That's, uh, that, dude, they're, they have a card every week, man. That's another thing. Great point. It's That's hard to roll product. out a great card every week when they have so many cards, like TV cards and the pay-per-view every month. There's a fight night, it, it seems, every couple weeks. They've done it to themselves. UFC used to be a the thing special is, night. Elias Theodoro, he is 16-2, and two, though. Like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, but it's, Gabe, it's more you know, good. It's damn, damn. You, you know, when it was a few, say, every two or three weeks or a month or whatever, you get together, you go have some wings at the bar, You'd even pay the $5, whatever, to get in. Bars would have specials, and they'd be cramming with UFC nights, and it was party time. Now it's every week. It's lost its luster. By getting greedy and making it that way, I think they've actually hurt their product. That's my opinion. Yeah, well, they've hurt their product. Uh, in the process, they also sold the rights to ESPN for $1.5 billion and are making about $382 million a year in profit. So I guess Excellent they, points. They're, yeah. they're hurting their product all the way to the bank. That's true. And that, no, yeah. you're right. As far as stuff changed, it's not the same company. It's not the same anymore. It's a different atmosphere around it and stuff. And every year, people that have been around a long time will say, well, the UFC sucks and they shouldn't do this and they do this now and I don't like that. And, and they're right. But at the same point in time, every year, the UFC makes more money than they did the previous year. Yep. 
It's crazy. I don't know. You know, I think they're overvalued personally. Like, there's no way in hell I would have bought the UFC for four billion dollars. Yeah, you could buy the New York Rangers and the Knicks essentially for four billion. If you ask oh, me, would I rather own the Rangers I and the Knicks or the, the UFC? Knicks, yeah, man, you think I want to deal with Conor McGregor? You know what I mean? Are you kidding me? It's like, no, as that's if. A, that's a deal, man. I'll take it. You got to yeah, promote you... stuff. People rip off your stream and stuff. Like, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I was amazed that they actually sold for $4 billion. I never would have paid that. Uh, but, once again, I'm not rich, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what Correct. I think. Yes. All right. Uh, so, uh, what do you got uh, tonight, Babato, in the, in the hockey uh, here? Um, Islanders and Hurricanes. The Hurricanes are minus 135. And if anything... I think you can make an argument that it's kind of a cheap price with the Hurricanes considering uh, the situation that everybody's in. But uh, Hurricanes minus 135, Islanders plus 115, total is five. Yeah, the concern for me is that the Islanders have had not one, not two, but three excruciating losses. They could have won every game. They didn't. Uh, is, is the will crushed and the spirit just totally gone from this team to keep on battling even though they're down 3 nothing, facing the tough odds? that they're facing now in this series. I'm not sure. I actually laid the puck line tonight with Carolina. I do think they're going to end it tonight. Uh, That home crowd's been great for them. They're undefeated at home here in the playoffs, Carolina. I don't think they want to give the Islanders any sort of life whatsoever. So you can get plus 205 with Carolina, minus a goal and a half. I took that as well as the over. I'm not going to pass up over five in an elimination game. When you got the, if the Islanders are down in the last few minutes, they're pulling the goalie earlier than normal. Such a low total, it can get over that number. Uh, elimination games t- typically trend over, so I'm like Carolina puck line and over five in that game. Yeah, I'm buying into that too. I really want to take the Islanders, but no, you can't. You just can't. It's a. You saw the story too with the Han game. They talked about it. Uh, former Islander with Carolina saying, you know, I know they talked about the record of the Barclays, but he was just uh, did a story about the vibe at Nassau compared to Barclays, just the different, uh, the way it feels and everything like that. It's just, I know it's not, not that they just, Carolina has been a damn good team and they're winning with injuries, but I think the Islanders playing at Nassau would have really, really helped them. I think it's bullshit that they, uh, they should have just saved it for the conference final if they got there, but it's all about money as we talked about. I don't know if anything would be different now, though. Would no, it, be- it probably wouldn't be. Yeah, it's just I'm just saying, though. He talks about the importance of that venue versus Barclays for their fan base. They had the same record, though, right? Yeah, that's true. They that's did. True. They had the same record. Like, if you're a player. I know. You know, I mean, they're just a day late and a dollar short, man. They're a day late and a dollar short. And quite frankly, Carolina's goaltending has been better. Yeah. In a razor-thin series, they, they've gotten bigger saves. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, level two continues. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage, Radio Fantasy Sports, or Radio Network. Right, Babano uh, with us uh, right now. Uh, New York Islanders, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, first game off the board uh, here this evening. Uh, Hurricanes minus 135. Uh, they can uh, clinch the series uh, tonight. And I've been saying this 
They haven't done their celebrations uh, during the uh, the postseason, but they didn't win the playoff series yet at home. And I wouldn't do it after every playoff home win. Nope. But after a playoff series, I think it's fine. And, you know, wait till the Islanders are off the ice, et cetera, and, uh, and do your thing uh, here this evening. But it's a tough game. I do, I do lean with the Canes, and I don't have a problem with that. Hey, if you're going to do it, why not take a shot at the plus 205 with the empty netters? The Dallas Stars and the St. Louis Blues. Honestly, I'm looking at this, and really, Cam, and I'll start with you, Cam, and then we'll give it to Babano, but you're already, you're already on Dallas, but there's a little bit of value with Dallas to me here at plus 130, considering just how close this series has been. I don't I know if either team should ever be minus 150 favorites against the other one. Oh, no, this is, to me, this is the, this line's way out of whack. My sports book, I would have made uh, St. Louis maybe a buck 25 tonight, a buck 30 tops, not 150. I see incredible line value with Dallas. I think they could take their show on the road. Uh, the last game against St. Louis. Hey, the thing is, it's crazy, but Rob Thomas has been one of the best players for uh, the St. Louis Blues. A lot of other guys on that team. You know what? I think Dallas is deeper, better in so many directions. Their they're defense, too. Heiskin, and these guys are money game. Plus 130 is a really, really good price for Dallas. St. Louis at home, I get it. You know, but I think that's just a bad line, Babana. What do you think? I would have made it 20 cents shorter at least. How's plus 230 in regulation sound? Because that's what I have to cook with the Dallas in this game. <laughs> I like it. Well, I like where you're, where you're going. I'm, I'll take the plus 30, but that's balls, Babano. That's balls. Yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't seen an overtime game yet in this series. Maybe we're due for one. But, you know, first four games have all been decided in regulation. And if you're a zigzag theory believer and you really swear by that at playoff time, you're going to be on St. Louis tonight because – the bounce-back theory has been prevalent in this series. The loser of the last game has bounced back and won the next game each time. But I think at some point, that little pattern has to come to an end. And when I examine the four games we've seen so far, I think Dallas has been a little bit better five-on-five, a little bit better special teams, power play, and penalty kill than St. Louis. That I think for extended stretches of each game, they were a little bit better than St. Louis, even though it's 2-2 going back uh, to St. Louis for game five. I mean, I like what I'm seeing from Dallas with Dickinson and Zuccarello and Rupe Hintz and Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn and, and uh, Radulov. They've all been big-time pieces for the Dallas Stars. I think their best forwards have outshone St. Louis a little bit. Goaltending's pretty close with Bennington and Bishop. But I think Dallas getting stronger as the series goes on. That was a very impressive, thorough win that they had the other night. And they talked about after the game, a couple of the players, Ben included, saying, you know, we can't be satisfied after winning tonight like we were after game two. And that's why they said they kind of lost game three. They didn't have that same urgency. Sounds like Dallas might have that tonight. I agree with Cam. I'm going to look to the stars here. Uh, The over-under is five uh, in this game, uh, shaded to the over. Now, minus 135. It's just strange to me that the Blues would be the biggest favorites of the weekend. I mean, the Hurricanes are minus 135. The Bruins are minus 135. And the Sharks are minus 135. Yet, for some reason, the Blues are minus 150. Why? You you know what it is, Gabe? And I'll give you my theory. The Blues were the uh, the best team in the second half of the season. A lot of people who make odds don't watch hockey the way we do, like every single minute and dissect it. There's a theory out there. I'm not saying the Blues aren't a good team. They are. But they're overvalued, like, from all the sports books, in my opinion. And Dallas is one of those teams. They had a lackluster year and turned it on late. It's just one of those things I think people, the perception of the Blues is that they're better than Dallas, and I disagree with it. 
That's why, yeah, they should not be the biggest favorite of the weekend. Hell, Boston, even against Columbus at home, they're a buck 35. You said it. SJ Sharkey, 135, yet the Blues are 15 cents higher. Makes no sense. I think there's still value with the Dallas Stars at plus 750 uh, for the Stanley Cup. Uh, yeah. Right now, the current Stanley Cup odds, Carolina Hurricanes plus 320. Boston Bruins plus 430. San Jose Sharks plus 470. Columbus Blue Jackets six to one, Colorado Avalanche plus six fifty, St. Louis Blues plus six fifty, Dallas Stars plus seven fifty, yep. New York Islanders twenty eight to one. It's just amazing to me the lack of respect the Stars are getting. The second to last pick here. I agree a hundred percent. I think it's wide they, open. They, they could win. Yeah, could, yeah. That's the thing. And if, you, and if you like Dallas, Gabe, I told you I went to Vegas. I made two future bets. Columbus was like thirty-five, and Dallas at forty. Whatever the hell it was, they were the two biggest dogs on the board. Still got the tickets in my passport. Here's my thinking: If Dallas gets by St. Louis, sure. If it's Colorado or, or San Jose, I think they have a great chance there. And you're getting plus seven fifty. It's a perfect head situation afterwards. I. I would have made Dallas like five to one, not like almost eight to one. I, I'm with you. Um, you know what I mean? The window's going to be closing in on these guys, especially if they win tonight, buddy. Gabe, if you get on it, I think it's a good future. I think Dallas is good enough to win the cup. Well, you can't discount San Jose and what they're doing either. True. A L- little disappointed. I thought that last night they could break the zigzag curses, but Banner was just talking about and I just like take control of the series. I like Colorado coming into the series too, but. Once I started watching it, I started to buy in to San Jose uh, to be able to get this done. Now the Sharks go back home. I think their playoff experience will be the difference here ultimately, and the Sharks will be able to pull this series out. There's something special about this Shark team this year, but props to Colorado last night. They were the younger, faster, quicker team, and they, they were just sort of like the Sixers. They were just more on point. Yeah, they were. Uh, it was a great performance. When the top line plays the way they did and Grubauer pitches a shutout, good luck beating them. And that's exactly what San Jose realized last night. I, I still think Colorado is going to and can win this series. I, I believe that. I mean, I, I see this group getting stronger. If Grubauer can bring that kind of level that he did last night, not going to be as easy now in San Jose. Uh, but I definitely think uh, Colorado's got a chance here. I'm going to stay off them tomorrow. It's game five. It's been back and forth series. You know, maybe this is a spot for San Jose to rise up and then maybe Colorado gets it uh, in game six and then we go to seven and then it's a toss up in San Jose if it gets that far. But I will be on over five and a half tomorrow. I mean, we have a first five and a half in this series on in, for, in terms of the total, we've had six, six and a half this whole series in terms of totals. It's down to five and a half now. And San Jose, every home playoff game has gone over the total for them in the Shark Tank so far. And you can only get now five and a half, a nice cheaper uh, number there. So that's the way I'll be going tomorrow in that game. Babano uh, with us. All right, uh, Babano. So before we get you out of here, we have uh, NBA. Uh, here tonight, Boston and uh, Milwaukee, another tricky game. Man, these playoff games are all freaking hard. They sure they're, they're are. None of them are easy. There's just no, no freebies in any of this. Um, I think a lot. Of, I will say this though, Gabe, with the line that short, I think a lot of people are going to pound Boston. I, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to actually take Milwaukee in this game tonight. That's the thing. I mean, people, you can make an argument for either team. Some people think Milwaukee yep. are the better team and are back on track now after that win. I said Boston will upset him before the series started. And, yep. you know, Boston had won five straight playoff games, man. They weren't going to run the table. So they were due for an exhale. They were due for, you know, they were due for a blowout loss. And it's exactly what happened. You know, it's 
And even the totals are so, like, weird in this game. I think it should go over the number, but it, it's a little, you know, it's it's high. Uh, it, it's high, but, uh, you know, like I said, you can make an argument, and there's numbers to be made for, for uh, either team uh, in this basketball game uh, here tonight. So what do you think about it, Babano? Yeah, it's a t- it's a t- it's a great game to watch. It's a tricky game, but I I'm a, I'm going to be on Boston here. Uh, I, I like the Celtics back at home in this spot. Uh, Brad Stevens with an extra day to get adjustments uh, and get things corrected off game two, which was just got away from the Celtics in the second half. Let's not forget the Celtics were competitive in the first half. That wasn't a four quarter blowout uh, uh, in that game. It was only in the second half it got away from them. I think they'll be a lot better tonight overall. Irving will be better. Tatum will be better. Most of those Celtics. About like adjustments, adjustments, adjustments and stuff. It's a very simple game, but bad. People either hit shots or they don't. You know what I mean? We can talk about coaches. We can talk about coaches doing this and that. And, you know, (laughs) dude. They played 100 games now, 82 regular season. They're in their 93rd game. The teams are who they are, you know. At some point, yeah. it's up to the players to step up. And, you know, just Kyrie Irving didn't have a good game the other night by his standards, just like Damian Lillard didn't, yeah. right? Just back, it just sort of back and forth. So the zigzag effect would feel that Kyrie's going to light it up tonight. He's back home, has one of these big games. I think Boston's the play, guys. I've been thinking Boston all day. And I'm going to stick to it. Boston. Boston Celtics. Boston Bob. And the, now both teams, the motivation is not a, a handicapping factor in the playoffs. And obviously both teams have that. But Boston, some of their players have talked about a little more emotion, a little more adrenaline in the building tonight with, you know, their GM, Danny Ainge, having that heart attack earlier this week saying, you know, we, game three has got to be important to him, important to all of us. So, uh, you know, I, uh, I think Boston. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not buying into that, Babano. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shut down. <laughs> but, you don't pay the play for Danny no. I, I, it's a playoff game. Now, why are they gonna try it harder because Danny ain't? You know what I mean? Like, no, it's not a Disney movie, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, they want to win. It's a playoff box. game. Like, the box. shot goes in or it doesn't. It's enough for you. Like, we can overanalyze yeah. this and that, and oh, they're gonna want to do it for their mother and their sister, and yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> the shot goes in or it doesn't, Cam. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, you said the Raptors can't shoot it into the ocean right now. I just think it's a good spot for the Bucs. They have definitely the best player on the court in the series. I think it's just automatic with a short line, Boston. Uh, we have a difference of opinion, guys, and I understand. It's uh, uh, Vegas did a really good job with this number. It's a very, very tough game and number. I just lean to Milwaukee, but should be a great game. The Milwaukee Bucks, one and six against the spread their last seven games in Boston. I don't care about the trend. I'll say this, though. So if, Boston, if Boston wins and covers tonight, I will be on Milwaukee in game four. Their track record off a loss is, is that good. That it's just you don't even think twice. You bet Milwaukee off a loss. Ian Cameron, you can find him on Twitter, at uh, Babano. All right, Babano, thanks for the time. Thanks, buddy. And over in the Portland game as well. Take care, guys. Over in the Portland game. The overs five and zero oh in the Milwaukee Bucks last five uh, road games. Ooh, twenty three. 
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. is playing daily fantasy baseball with dailyroto.com become the eighth daily roto lineup optimizer user to win a million bucks to FanDuel or DraftKings tournaments become one of the countless number of people who won thousands and thousands of dollars if you're playing mlb dfs and not using dailyroto.com you're doing it wrong enter the promo code fntsy for a 10 percent discount you'll get lineup alerts ownership percentages weather updates fantasy projections and the use of the same daily road up uh, lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's to 2009 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get a special 10% discount today. How's your uh, how's your golf doing, Cam? Not good. Um, I got to be honest with you. I got a couple of guys that are they're, they're all like there, but... It's just the, the gap between players, Gabe. I did, if you're here at the update, Jason Duffner shot his best round since uh, 2013. He shot a 63 today. He's not even on my radar. Like I think he's like 150 to 1 now. Like He has been ice cold. He's leading at 11. 11. A guy that we've taken a DFS before, uh, Joel Damon, he's 10 under. I do have one bet, though. I have Max Homa, uh, a top 10 bet at 22 to 1, and he's in second. He shot a 63 today, too. This young kid from Cali is a really good golfer, but Rory McIlroy is the favorite lingering. He's But he's five shots off the pace. Duffner's, like, really on fire, man. 63 today. And all these other guys that I like, Gabe, they're all, like, two and three under. They're already eight shots back. So we need a miracle on the weekend. But I don't think Duffner's going to hold on and win. But Rory, seeing him at six under, that's concerning. Don't have him. Yeah, he was right at the top of the board. Uh, yeah. What was he, like, plus, yeah. yeah it wasn't, was wasn't enough five. value there. I'm not betting a six to one in a golf tournament, you know, but uh, he's right there right now. We'll see. We'll see if Duffman can hold on. It'd be nice for him. He's had some things happen in his life. Uh, he just found it today because that guy's really lost his game. So it's pretty impressive. 63. That's a good round. Uh, Major League uh, Baseball. Uh, we're talking about the Yankees, uh, New York Yankees and Minnesota Twins uh, here this evening. One of the hottest teams in baseball have been the Minnesota Twins. Uh, we cashed that ticket the other night against the Houston Astros, and they went and they did it again. Uh, the Twins are now 10-3 and in their last 13 baseball games uh, coming into the Bronx here tonight. Yeah, I was actually looking at the Twins. Um, you know you get them as a dog price. They're hot. Took three or four from Houston. Uh, Gibson, man, weaker Yankees lineup. Nice dog price. The Twins have be- won four or five of uh, Gibson's starts this year. Yeah, I know. They've been pitch- hey, they play well when he starts. I'm going to be honest with you. I- I'm betting one or not, no baseball games tonight. Taking a break tonight. I was on the Jays last night, uh, not for big, but they lost. And I told you if they didn't win that game at plus 140, I'm taking a break. My new The new cam practices what he preaches. No, thank you. I'll be playing hockey tonight. Games that I think I have a better chance to win. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You, you, there's no law. You don't, you don't have to play every. You don't have to play every sport every night, right? Exactly. And we're all tempted to do it. I know. I get it. You know, you want to sprinkle the action around a little bit, but it's hard enough to win in one sport every night, let alone three sports or four sports. Yep, you said it. Baseball hasn't really, you know, sometimes you get a vibe for a certain sport and you ride it out. 
I'm not just going to blindly bet. I looked at a couple games, but I think the hockey games are really good. Basically, the Blue Jays just killed you this week. Oh, yeah, 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 they did. They did. Thankfully, they were smaller plays, but that's the thing. I'm not just going to reach and uh, dip my water back in when uh, the water's ice cold. Uh, let's stick to hockey. I've been doing pretty good in it. You know, Colorado worked out for me last night, and I think we get great prices with Dallas and uh, Carolina seems a little bit short tonight, too. So. You know what I mean? I don't want to spread it around. And it's frustrating when you bet too many games and you take away your winnings from the other games. And uh, you know what? That, that's not happening. So I looked at the baseball board. A couple things caught my eye, but not enough to pull the trigger on. You know, last night, the uh, Chicago White Sox, good guys, come back and win the game yeah, the against good, the Boston Red Sox. The good guys are on fire. They've had two walk-off wins uh, like that. They're getting things done as a huge dog. Fading Boston's a really good move. Yeah, this it's Tim Anderson Sox. dude, uh, not Andercus, but the other Tim Anderson. Yeah. Uh, Tim Anderson's provided some, some energy, a little swagger, yeah. some attitude uh, to the team, and Tonight, you got Chris Sale on the hill for the Red Sox. And, you know, who would have imagined right now? Chris Sale, it's amazing how life uh, works for people. Chris Sale and Corey Kluber were both the Cy Young favorites coming into the year. They were both, like, co-favorites at, like, plus 250. Yep. Corey Kluber took a 102-mile-an-hour line drive off his forearm. Yep. And he was struggling before that anyways. And Chris Sale is 0-5 with a 6-3 earned run average, 6.3 earned run average. And the Boston Red Sox are 0-6 in games in which Sale has started this year. Not only has he not won, they haven't won a single damn game that he started. Against his former team, too. You don't think the White Sox want to go and say, hey, Sale, remember us? Ding, 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 ding. They would love to, like, you know, stick it to that guy, especially as an underdog team there. Uh, the line's actually gone down in that game, Gabe. I think it's a buck eighty-five. But I will. I want to take uh, the good guys, but uh, I told you, selective plays on a Friday night. Not getting crazy. We got Kentucky Derby monies too for Saturday. Got to, you know, my bankroll. You got to, you know, protect it some sometimes. You know, not just spend it. Got to be smart. Well, as far as the Derby is concerned, it's something that you and I know uh, well about. About the horse, uh, the horse uh, game is scratches, and you know it's very disappointing. People don't realize it. It's very disappointing when you own a horse that it's scratched, especially if you're like a bunch of dirt balls like we were, and you know we're looking forward to it. We needed, to, you know, we're counting on the, the we're counting on him to come in the top five and get a check back. <laughs> Can we get that fourth place? $700 yeah, it's like check? oh, we really come needed on. that eight hundred bucks or six hundred bucks, man. Like just paid for the oh, week. We did too. Like, yeah, it was just disappointing. Like having your horse scratch, it's sort of like being a kid and your baseball games rained out, except. It costs you about eight hundred bucks or twelve hundred bucks. So it actually costs you money when it's a scratch. So we hear all oh, the Kentucky Derby. It's not every one of these people that owns the horses tomorrow. They're not all like you know the Prince of Dubai and stuff. Yeah, they're not all Bob Baffert. No, exactly. Well, Baffert doesn't own horses, right? He's a trainer. Trainer, but you know what I yeah, mean. Baffert doesn't own the horse. Like Baffert trains the horse for like the Sultan of who Dubai yeah. and these guys. The Sheiks. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. But and like you said, there are other trainers who they're not Bob Baffert either. They haven't won triple crowns. They're not rich. You know that's sort of their life. They're hustlers. They you know what I mean. This is their life, and they're hoping to win the Derby and to make money. So it's just it's just every couple of hours another horse gets scratched and. You know, you figure, ah, oh, whatever, it's just a bunch of rich people. But there's a lot of, like, hardworking people behind the scenes who dreams just got shattered. You know, I can't imagine. You know, it sucks having your horse scratch the day when you're racing at Georgian Downs, 
let alone you're in the Kentucky Derby and you get scratched a day or two before. It must really suck. Yeah, especially Omaha Beach. Omaha Beach was the favorite in that race. That horse is on fire, probably could have won the race. A lot of people I respect thought that horse was going to win. And then Heichel, too. And then you think about this, Gabe, how it screws up the gate, though. But I will say this. The Kentucky Derby should not have 20 horses running in it. It, it, it makes for too much crowding. Too many horses get bumped. It should be a 16-horse race, but the more the merrier. That's the way they want it. It's total chaos. But having a 19-horse field, um, you know what I mean? It's going to be interesting, too, the maneuvering, the positions. And if the, the, the key thing is the slop. The horse that you like, excellent point. Yeah, no, Ranieri brought up a good point. Your horse is a front runner, and when there's mud on the track, these jockeys are going to be wearing like nine goggles going ding, 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 bringing them down. Oh, yeah. You want to be a front. If you're in the slop, you want to be a front runner and just spray all the other horses with dirt and mud. They can't see. And it, and it causes more madness. They can go sideways down the stretch and crazy things have happened. So I'll tell you, if it's wet, you kind of want to be a front runner like your horse. I'm starting to uh, I'm starting to uh, zero in on, on you know, we we're, we're, we're talked about maximum security, obviously, winner of the Florida Derby. We've been talking about him for the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, other horses, though, now that Omaha Beach is out, and Omaha Beach uh, beat Improbable in the Arkansas Derby in heavy rain and in the mud, and Improbable really came on. Improbable's only in the five-to-one range. It's a horse that, yeah, I think that a lot of sharps actually realize secretly how good this horse is, but I don't hear a lot of people in the mainstream talking about him very much. So... I'm going to have maximum security, uh, improbable. And um, listen, I like uh, I like where Mark was going with the code of honor as well. I agree. I think code of honor, or uh, and I've talked to a couple other people, win, win, win. Like if you're going to do exotics, you can't just have a five to one, a six to one, whatever. You got to throw. You got to mix it up to a bit. 14. Yeah, you got to throw a 14 to one in there or something like that. Hell, a 20 to one might come in. I guarantee in the top four, there'll be one horse, probably 14 to one or more. It doesn't go favorite, 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 favorite. But all the horses that we named, I like exactly what you're talking about. Maximum security will be in my exotic. I'm going to pick five horses total and do different combinations for the Superfect to try and exact a box. Um, I can't be boxing everything too with the exact. I probably just have to go so-and-so with so-and-so or else the ticket's going to get too expensive. But I think maximum security has to be there. I like Tacitus. That's the horse that I like from the get-go. I'm not sure how he's going to run in the slop, though. That could be a, an issue. And I like Improbable with, uh, what was uh, Lawrence's horse again, too? Uh, forget the name. Code of Honor. Game? Code of Honor, exactly. With Co- Code of Honor's got to be in there, too. I, I, I agree that horse could finish top five for sure. Yeah, Co- Code of Honor. and um, I like Code of Honor. I think he's going to be in the mix. I'm looking here and maybe some super factors. Like you said, it gets expensive. You start boxing everything, but... The horses, to me, that really are going to be in contention here, that legitimately can win this race, Roadster. Roadster can win this race. And, you know, we talk about the 17 posts and stuff, but it's a little bit different now because the track isn't as full suddenly. So, there's, you know, there's not as many. It's You know, there's going to be a little bit more room out there. Roadster's definitely a, definitely a dangerous horse. Uh, Florent Giroux. Is uh, yep. is riding from France at Cam 0 for 3 in the Kentucky Derby, though, is Florent. That was the best. He's more of a turf guy, this guy. I like, yeah. I, I, same with uh, Julien Leperoux. I always like mm. him on turf. I like uh, the French guys on turf uh, a lot. See, guys, the guys in Europe, that Europe, they treat the horses better in Europe. 
Uh, you know, they, do. they don't have 26 horses dying at their tracks in Europe. No, no, they don't. Like they, they, also, yeah, run, like they, they also run longer distances. It's funny. The, the yeah, European but they run longer have, distances, but they do it on better ground. Like, Cam, yes, they I was do. at the Meadowlands the other day, and I sort of took a little step on the track there. You know, I'm there all the time. Yep. Bro, it's like concrete gravel, that stuff, bro. I've never seen a harder surface. And that's the same crap that our horse is running on. No wonder we have injuries all the time, these horses. Like, at least in Europe and in Japan, you know the deal, bro. They run them on nice, thick grass and stuff. A little slower, but fine. That horses don't die, you know? I watch watch horse racing from Ireland and England in the morning on my fire stick. And you said it. These horses are jumping over gates, over water, over stuff, and they never get hurt. And it's entertaining. They'll go longer because their knees don't hurt and and stuff, right? It's great. It's really cool racing, man. For everybody, it's old fashioned. It's like real. They're racing in the grass, like real horses. That's what I'm saying. Yes, yes. And the grass is longer. It's a little bit slower, but it's safer safer for them. It's better. Like, it's the less injury. And honestly, if I was, it's not being a pussy or something. No, it's for the better of the sport that the horses aren't hurt and better if you're the owner. You should see some of the tracks that we ran on guys with our horses, man. It's like it's it's like rock hard this stuff. Bad turf, like the old Philadelphia Eagles turf, man. Horses get hurt just uh, not just play. It's true, man. It's very very hard. It's hard on their knees, hard on their legs. Horses are delicate animals to be They don't with. like mud either though. They get stuck in the mud too. It's like you can't win with horses, like I'm telling you. Uh, it's true. Some horses don't mind it. It's weird. Some horses They can run in it, but I'm saying they also get hurt in mud as well. It it screws them up a bit. It you know, them out. Kenny That's Rice said it best. Head. Yeah, because they're not used to sort of, for them, I think it's sort of like us stepping in sand or something. Like, yes. they're not used to it. Like, they're like, ooh, what's this? Like, why? It's like, why am I sinking here, right? Like, you know, some of them deal with it, some of them don't. But Kenny Rice referenced uh, D. Wayne Lucas. Yeah. And D. Wayne Lucas, they were talking about scratches and horses and stuff, and D. Wayne Lucas said, said, I swear to God, horses wake up every day just uh, finding different ways to hurt themselves. So true, man. It really is. Like yeah, Honestly. One by cool. one. He's out with a throat lung infection. Today, there's like an abscess of a tooth or something. Like You never know. Like, yeah, I'm telling you guys, you're like, oh, God. Like, every day, you're like, is he all right? Is he all right? <laughs> there's actually uh, big races at uh, Churchill today, Gabe. Maybe we'll get, catch a final race before the show ends. I'll take a look at the board right now. The pre-Kentucky Derby races. Game decisions continues. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game Time Decision continues. Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Network. Andrew McKinnis will join us. And, uh, Yang, if you'll check your email uh, and the uh, Fantasy Sports email, you'll get the information that you need. Um, yeah, he'll join us in about uh, 10 minutes' uh, Ten minutes time. So, uh, Pete, 
Uh, Pete uh, sends us a, a tweet here. We're warning you, Cam. Uh, don't forget to lock your uh, your porch up tonight. It might not be there in the morning. Yeah? What's going on? As This is what has come to in Toronto. People are stealing people's porches now. Really? Glad I got rid of my furniture. They, it somebody was, uh, stole. Targeted. Somebody actually stole. literally, they stole the steps <laughs> leading up like the porch. They actually like unhinged the porch and took the steps in the porch. That's unbelievable. I never. I don't even know. I, I don't even know where to begin. This but, happened in uh, Parkdale. Yeah, oh yeah, Parkdale. The, yeah, the thing is, Parkdale. You know, you know, you used to live in like the, the good area, just very close to. I Parkdale, lived on the cusp but, of Parkdale. Yeah, yeah. You lived in the. You lived in nice Parkdale. There, the one when you get right off the highway there, off that turn, there's some ghetto apartments there and stuff. There's oh, halfway houses. People just got out of oh, prison. Yeah. Trust me, I used to cut there. When I used to go to our old studio, I'd cut through that area. I had a lot of people ask me for things on that little route there. Yeah, I don't even know how, how the hell you steal a porch, but I could tell you one thing. Getting rid of my uh, table and uh, chair there for a case of beer seems like a good move now because now people won't target in and say, ooh, there's stuff there, and even look at the porch. Now I don't have to worry about it. There's nothing there. It's a definition of, like, just stealing anything that's, like, not nailed down. Oh, yeah. What is his nailed down? Like, it's just imagine, like, your, your house and the steps leading to the house. Someone actually took the steps. Like, <laughs> wow! So you think you see it all? How you do that? I don't even know how you do that. What tools you use? Like, uh, and how do you not control. notice that someone's stealing your front porch? Exactly. There would be noise and machinery. <laughs> Sounds like bullshit. Well, I'm in a condo. I don't have these problems. Exactly. Good to be up in the air sometimes. <laughs>